The king had always been fond of hunting. It was a passion with him. He reached the banks of the river Ganga and it was there he saw her. She was like a vision. Her skin was glowing like gold. Her eyes were large and lustrous and her hair which she was combing with her fingers was long, looking like the proverbial Rahu trying to envelop the moon. It seemed to him a nymph from the high heavens had descended on this earth. He approached her. She turned on hearing the noise and looked at him. A blush suffused her face, which became downcast. A moment later, she lifted her eyes and looked at him. He knew then she cared for him. He went near her and took her reluctant hand and said, You are so beautiful. I want you to be mine. I am Shantanu, king of Hastinapura. I love you and cannot live without you. The woman smiled and said, The moment I looked at you, I had to be yours. I shall be your queen, but there is a condition. You must never cross me in anything at any time. The moment you displease me, I shall go away, never to return. So be it, said the king, and led her to the city. She was to him the ideal wife, a companion in every sense of the word. She pleased him with her charm, her beauty and her sweet words. He lost count of time when he was with her. She was called Ganga. Days passed on by and Ganga bore the king a son. The joy of the king was immense. At last, a son, an heir to the throne of the illustrious Kurus. On hearing the news, the king hastened to the queen's chambers. But she wasn't there. He was told she had hurried to the banks of the river Ganga with the newborn clasped in her arms. Shantanu hurried to the river bank. There his eyes were filled with horror. Ganga, his dear beloved, had flung the newborn into the river. She looked as though a great load was lifted off her mind. He wanted to confront her, but couldn't. He remembered the promise. He would never cross her or displease her. It happened again a year later, and again, and again. Seven of the king's sons were thrown into the river by Ganga. The king was silent. Love, they say, is blind. But no, it is like an eye that sees only the good in the beloved, blind to all other faults. Ganga meant his very life to the king, but the desire for an heir was just as strong. The king knew no peace. A year thus passed, and an eighth child was born. Once again Ganga rushed to the river, with child clasped in her arms. The king could take no more. He held her back and said, I cannot fathom how a mother could act this way. Stop this madness, Ganga. I cannot stay silent any longer. There was a strange smile on the lips of Ganga. It was a sad smile. She spoke very gently to the king. My lord, the time has come when I must leave you. You have broken your promise. This child of ours will live. I will take him with me and give him back to you when the time comes. I shall call him Tevrat. The king was numb with woe. He did not follow all the things Ganga was saying. He only knew that the woman who meant everything to him was about to leave him forever. Why do you do this to me? Can you not see my life is bound to you? You cannot abandon me now. Ganga, you loved me once. In the name of that love, I implore you, do not go away. A look of pain crossed the beautiful face of Ganga. My lord, can you not realize that I am doing this because I must? I am Ganga. 
I belong in the heavens. Because of a curse, I had to live a life of a mortal on this earth. You were the great king Mahabhishek in your previous birth. You were at Indra's court once, where you looked at me with desire, and I wanted to be yours. The celestials did not approve of this. They sent me to earth to be the wife of Mahabhishek, who was to be born as Shantanu, you. Thus our love became possible. Do not try to stem the tide of time. Things that have been ordained to happen will happen. The king looked perplexed. Still, I do not understand. Why then the killing of the seven children? Was this part of the curse? Yes, the eight children are the eight Vasus who were cursed to be born on this world. I promised them that I would bear them and grant them release from life the moment they were born. But the eighth child has been cursed to live a long life on this earth and has been allowed to live. When the veil of illusion is torn and the eyes are allowed to see the truth, the eyes we find are not strong enough to do so. It was so with the king. Ganga, the goddess of the heavens, thought it fit to play wife to him. But Shantanu, a mere mortal, was not great enough to bear that honour. His mind refused to believe the truth. With a look of pity mingled with love, Ganga looked at the king and said, My beloved, your son will be a great man, greater than all the Kurus who have graced the throne of the race of the moon. With these words, Ganga faded away from sight. Shantanu spent hours reliving the moments filled with pain, the last few moments with Ganga. With a sigh of resignation, he turned away slowly and wended his way homewards. Loneliness was his only companion now.